This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Remember, we want to hang out with you whenever we can. We're here weekdays from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on AMI-tv. 4 p.m. Eastern, our airing of the show on AMI-audio. You can check us out through uh, Radio Player Canada, that app, TuneIn Radio, so many different ways. And wherever you are when you're listening to us around the world, we appreciate having you on board or watching us on AMI-tv in Canada. Plenty of repeats for the program, too. We'll get into that a little later on. But right now, Rummy and I would like to welcome in our gardener and chat as we do every Friday with Susan Kearney. Hello, I'm Susan Kearney. Join me on Kelly and Ramya for the joy of gardening by using touch, taste, scent, and sound. I'm thinking about touching anything outdoors in the cold of January. It kind of leaves me feeling a mite chilly. However, Susan, welcome back to the show. And today you want to talk about some January flowers. Yes, and and the the January flowers um, are, one of them is um, pretty well the same as December. It's this lovely carnation. And we don't grow those outdoors. Um, We we grow them usually in greenhouses. So Mm -hmm. they're they're not shivering in the cold. But they're a lovely flower to give during January. If you know somebody with a January birthday or somebody who is, you know, having those January blues, um, they're a good flower to give because they're long-lasting. They come in many different colors, reds, different colors of pinks, yellows, whites, oranges. So it's, it's a nice cut flower to, um, mm. to give to someone during January. But their time is best getting them most plentiful in January, uh, even within growing in greenhouses. You don't, yes. It can't yes. manipulate that time. Not really, because that is this is the, the, the time that you do get them. Um, because yeah. certain cut flowers have, have a, a certain amount of time um, that that they either we purchase them from greenhouses um, outside of, of Canada or we grow them in greenhouses in Canada. So um, yeah, the, the carnation is one that absolutely is you know it it stands up very well in um, in in the winter. It brightens up. Uh, nice flowers of them brightens up a room. Hmm. Uh, um, can we talk about smell, texture, those things with the carnation? Yeah. Yes. Um, they're they're actually rather frilly feeling, um, on a very sturdy um, stem. So they're they're good for cut flowers. They go into vases very nicely. You can arrange them very nicely, uh, and they they stand up very very well. Uh, they they don't their little heads don't droop. Uh, so they're you know, and and they're frilly, so they they feel um, there is no real center to them. Although there is a center um, to them, but you can't feel that center. Not like a daisy oh. or um, or a sunflower or anything like that. Right. So it, it is one you know one very um, close frilly um, petals in in the flower. That's nice. I. I love the idea of they're such a you know plant to get or a flower to give really at, in January because yeah. there just really isn't like in that sense. Sure, you can always buy flowers. I get that, but to know it's January, carnation. Yeah. 
I've never heard yeah. it in the context of it being a January flower, Susan, but I am very familiar with the carnation because, you know, culturally in a lot of different uh, yes. places around the world, they're used or mm -hmm. appreciated or symbolic for one reason or another, especially religiously. Yes, uh, uh, yes they are. And I, I gather that that um, is, is one of the reasons why we sort of adopted it as, um, as January's flower, because January actually has another flower, which I, I have always known was the January flower. So I was very surprised to hear about the carnation. But I think, as you say, worldwide, they're known worldwide, and they do, um, and, and you could, at this time of year, um, you, you can get them. Um, as as gifts or um, just just for yourself, so it's that's really nice. The other one is, of course, the snowdrop, uh, which I have never grown. The, these comes from bulbs. I call them a very brave flower because <laughs> they <laughs> they do bloom under the snow. Believe it or not, um, I, I remember. I, I think of these as rather old-fashioned flowers. I, I can remember in, in, you know, some of the, 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 the elder people in my um, family always having, you know, they would say, oh, the snowdrops are up today. Um, when you get those, you know, those bright, sunny January days where, you know, the, they, and then the snowdrops would come up, um, which is very interesting. I have never grown them myself, but uh, yeah, they're a brave flower, I think, coming mm. up through the snow. <laughs> That's fascinating. I So, okay, <laughs> since the family would do that, you'd go and get nosy and check them. And like I said, frozen yeah. fingers at this time of the year. <laughs> Can you, on that sunny day, did you go out? Did you check? Did you, did they actually pop right up through? And again, obviously, I know it's not four feet of snow we're talking, but mm, yeah. you get a yeah. dusting or get some snow. They're going to be there. And how long do they last? They, they don't last very long, maybe a day. Um, they'll come up in, in the sunshine, and they like to be, um, they, you know, they, they will come. They like to be grown along um, a, a warm wall is, um, you know, where it's sheltered, uh, where, you know, they'll get some sunshine, where they're, they're going to get a little bit of that warmth, and then they will come up. And, and they do this in January and in February, so I won't be surprised if, um, if you, you, you find them in February um, also um, coming up through the snow. And, and they're, they're a very pretty, very delicate but brave um, plant. And, and one of the reasons why they call them snowdrops is because the way they grow, their um, their little heads um, hang down uh, like a drop, um, so that their their little their little faces are not up to the sun. They're actually down towards the ground where they would get more warmth um, whenever we get snow, and you get those very um, those very sunny January days, and it's shining on the snow. That is actually very reflective, and that is what um, has them coming up, poking up through the the snow, and their and their little their little faces are are down towards the snow, so they're getting that that bright light. Very interesting plant. Yeah. It sounds like it. And I've said this before too, but I always think it's lovely to talk flowers in the frigid cold months in general. Yeah, absolutely. And there are, you know, that and um, so every month we'll 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 talk about the flowers mm. that um, that actually um, you know we we can either get or grow um, during the uh, the winter months. There are there are several, which is very okay. interesting. Uh, Suze, so, can you do anything no. with them? Like you can't when they come up. 
out of the out of, out of the snow. You can't just like, oh, I'm going to take these guys inside now because that's not I their their their, their nature so. is not to be there, right? Hmm. I don't think so. No, um, no, no, no. And and um, I I do remember um, touching them. Um, but I, I don't remember anybody bringing them indoors. I, and I've actually, and some my, my, um, correct me on this, but I have never seen them in a, um, a, a tray of bulbs. Um, I, I've seen, you know, uh, crocuses and um, daffodils and the hyacinths, but never, uh, I've never seen the snowdrops. So that, that um, yeah, I, I, I've never seen those in indoors. Uh, in in any kind of um, yeah, in any kind of arrangement or anything else, I could be wrong, but uh, no, I, I've never well, actually. They, so when they die off, they don't really leave anything behind. You would have to replant bulbs for for they a are return. Tu- they're a tuber, yes, and okay. they will reproduce under like under the uh, under the soil. Um, and I, I gather that you would just put in in more. They die, of course. They die back. Um, they're they're you know they they don't come up in the later spring at all. They don't come up in right. March or April. They're, they're usually January, February is when they uh, show their little um, you know their their little um, pretty flowers. That's fascinating. Suze, you got some mm-hmm. gifts, some plant gifts over the holidays. You want to yes. tell us about them? Yes, absolutely. Um, I got um, a, a kit for growing pink oyster mushrooms. I've never done this before. Um, it was very interesting. So um, I actually put it up on a shelf. It's, it comes in a box, and you um, slit the plastic that is around the uh, the front of the box, and then every every day you spray it about two or three times, and within um, a week or so, the mushrooms will start growing. It cannot be in direct sunlight, so I put I took down the cookie jar, put that on the table, which is probably mm-hmm. dangerous. Um, so it's close, <laughs> and put the mushrooms up beside the the big teapot because I don't want it cannot get a lot of light, but it has to get some light. So that it's it's up there, and, and it'll be very interesting when they start to grow. I've never done this before. It's a it's it's a kit. It it sounds like fun, and we will get um, some lovely oyster mushrooms. Hopefully, if I uh, follow the directions correctly and mm. um, and keep them keep them alive, it's it's a fun thing. The other um, gift I got is a bottle. It's um. A, a jar of uh, citrus acid, and you um, put one teaspoon into a um, quart of water, um, liter of water, I'm sorry, into a liter of water, and then you use this to wash seeds if you need to wash seeds. And the oh. reason why you use, use that is it stops the growth of mold. And I have had trouble with it, um, different things. My shishito um, peppers did not do very well last year. And I found out is because when I was growing them, when they were in the trays and the little plants were coming up, there was a mold that started on top of the the seed, seeding soil. So I, I know that I've I have used vinegar to wash seeds and to wash my trays, uh, so that that 
will kill off different molds. I've never used the, the uh, citric acid. It smells really nice, actually, when you mix it up. It smells like orange like and lemon. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And um, you can use this after to wash the, um, the different vegetables and herbs that you've actually grown. So you, you dilute it again, and then you can wash those. And, and they'll last longer in, in the refrigerator um, or in, you know, that. So it, it has two purposes. I, I was quite thrilled to, to know that I, I have, as I said, I have used vinegar, and I, I will sometime talk about the different um, places that I have used vinegar, but this is just, uh, it was a nice gift that I got, and I will try this, and, and it does smell good. Along with this, I got several um, different seeds. There, um, one is an arugula, um, big bag of arugula seeds we are going to be having arugula a lot it only takes seven days to grow i'm very excited oh, about this that's cool yes yeah, yeah i know seven day I, salad. Right. when you say grow you're talking <laughs> before use like to yes. grow yes. and right. use you, yes yeah. actually yes it says wow. seven days and uh, so i'm i'm hoping that that's true i will be planting them on sunday and counting the days um, and uh, so I and I will be using my say you do not have to soak the arugula seeds I got other seeds um, that you do have to soak these ones you do not have to soak but I will be washing them in the citric acid to a, a, a little more longevity in the refrigerator I, I think it's nice. very cool there's a lot of seeds so those those are just two of the the three of the really wonderful gifts I got I, I got more that we can talk about another time that yeah. I'm not planting right now but it's it's very interesting. I love projects like this. It uh, keeps the January blues away. So mm -hmm. they're, wow. they're and I love it because there's so much to talk about from Christmas. We have to make sure that everybody continues to do this so that you can continue having these wonderful uh, segments. And things don't during January and February cool off. Thanks a lot, Susan. <laughs> Bye. Our gardener, Susan Curdy, joining us on the program. We do this on Fridays as we visit with Susan for gardening. Up next, folks, John Dealer gives us all of the details from CES. Uh, so much of the stuff he's been looking up, looking at. That's on our app update in a moment. Stick around and learn something new. Kelly and Rumya return with more in a moment. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.